Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. America and welcome to this Sunday edition of John Solomon Reports. I'm Amanda Head. I'm filling in for John one final time today before he is back in the seat tomorrow. I am personally looking very forward to having my partner back on screen with me. That is for sure. But have no fear because we've got an amazing show lined up for you today. We've got actor Kevin Sorbo here to talk about his new children's book, The Test of Lionhood. And about how it promotes traditional masculinity in boys. What a novel idea. And Will the pendulum eventually swing back in the direction of sanity in Hollywood? Well, I don't know. We're going to have to see. But that is definitely something that I'm going to get his take on. I'm also going to get his take on these woke remakes, uh, some of his latest projects that are coming up. And we are then going to have on Cash Patel. He's been on our show many times. You all know and love him. He is highly qualified to talk about a number of things, considering he is a former federal prosecutor. He's former House Intelligence Committee investigator, specifically Uh, For Devin Nunes, former chief of staff to acting secretary of defense, his resume is quite long. Anyway, I'm going to talk to him about the Biden investigations, what's to come of the upcoming testimonies by Hunter and James Biden, uh, his response to what's happening with secretary of defense Lloyd Austin and all this percolating in the Middle East with respect to Iran, Hamas. Uh, Of course, all of this was handled very differently than any of it would have been handled under the last administration had it occurred during the last administration. But it wouldn't have happened during the last administration because, you know, peace through strength. Anyway, we're going to follow that up with our exclusive interview with Congressman Ralph Norman. I'm going to let him rip on that new tax uh, relief bill that was passed out of the House on Wednesday night. I'd also love to know if he would like to see Ilhan Omar investigated or expelled from Congress. And then we are going to finish off the weekend with Nathan Dom, who is the chairman of the Oklahoma Republican Party. There was a headline that caught my eye this week about a group of Oklahoma Republicans who claimed that they censured Senator James Langford over that really cruddy border deal. So I'm going to set the record straight on that. And I'm also going to discuss with him the winter meeting held by the RNC in Vegas this past week because he was there. All right. So let's get into it. And I'll see you on the other side. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. 
Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. I want to begin tonight a little bit differently than we normally do, and that's because, you know, American culture, it's not necessarily like politics. It's not like campaigns and policy where one decision or one position or even one person can tank or change an entire society. Rather, culture is continually shifting as people and demographics and population shift over time. And over the last few years, we have seen some shifts for the worse, absolutely. But we've also seen some for the better with this creation of the new parallel economy. And our first guest tonight is a big Hollywood name who has worked so hard to be one of those men who has helped shift our cultural back to the family-based traditional norms that many of us grew up with. He is an incredible actor, director, and producer, and has since published a children's book that goes right to the very heart of our conversation tonight. It is titled The Test of Lionhood. Joining me right now is Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, it's great to have you back on the show. Thank you for being here tonight. It's good to see you, Amanda. That's, uh, we got some good stuff going on right now, and we're going to keep fighting the good fight. There's no question about that. We sure do. And, you know, I, I think that 10 years ago, as we were starting to see wokeness really take root in media and academia and culture, um, I don't know if back then we would say in 10 years things are actually looking on the sunny side. But because of people like you and your wife, because of people who are ty- trying to create a more robust parallel uh, economy, especially when it comes to to Hollywood content, movies and, and television shows and things like that. Um, I just want to commend you because it is January 30th and you have already knocked out an entire movie and you've got two more coming down the pike. So first, let's get that out of the way and talk about that because I think it's important. Uh, the movie. Yeah, I just did a wonderful prodigal son type of movie. Um, you know, I do movies that Hollywood used to do. They don't want to do them anymore, which is really quite sad. But I've got four of the movies in the can. They're in post-production. I got two documentaries coming out this year. The first one will be out just Easter week. I hope we can talk about that when it comes out. That deals with The Last Supper. And it's called Eating with the Enemy. And it's uh, with an amazing group of guys, Brent Miller and his company, Ingenuity Films. They do such amazing stuff. And you're showing a little video right now, my movie Miracle in East Texas. That was out in theaters last year. I was very fortunate to direct this Dan Gordon scripted movie. Um, it's a wonderful. I got, we got Lou Gossett Jr. My wife Sam is in it. We got John Ratzenberger right there. Tyler Maine. It's a true story set in 1930 about the largest oil find in the history of the world. And uh, the good place to go get it right now, and I'll grab copies, go to Sorbo Studios. SorboStudios.com is a great place to pick up a copy of that DVD. It's a wonderful, wonderful family story. I love that. I'm definitely going to go pick that up. Um, I wanted to ask you kind of a, a business side question with respect to the Hollywood industry, because, um, you know, I think that people think that there's just one body of people involved when a film gets made. But in fact, you know, you've got you've got pre-production, you've got the producing, the executive, the studio side of things. Then you bring in production. You've got the actors, the crew, all of the union folks, the the Teamsters the transpo people, and then even when everything's done filming, then you have the editors, which are oftentimes another company, and then you have post-production and the color correctors and all these things. I bring all of that up because for you to put out content like this, it involves a lot of people. Um, how hard was it for you to find people who were willing to, to, play, to, do, to take up these roles and to have parts in these types of, of movies and content? No problem at all. I mean, seriously, no problem at all. I'm getting I'm getting emails That's through great. several studios from guys that are, um, you know, big big camera operators, big uh, you know directors of photography, things like that, saying they're tired of the movies that they're working on in Hollywood. They want to do more movies that Hollywood used to do. And that's what we're doing. We're doing movies that are have hope and love and faith and freedom and laughter, things that Hollywood used to do. Everything we put out now 
It's just, you know, the, the woke thing is certainly there. Uh, the hate, the anger, the violence, the over-sexualization. I mean, people get to a point, it's just like, enough is enough of this, guys. And I, I get stopped all the time by people saying, we love what you're doing. We know Hollywood's attacking you, um, but uh, keep on doing it because we need movies that we can show our kids. There are 80 million homes in this country that want the kind of product that Hollywood and Disney used to do. Well, you know, I'm doing that. The Irwin brothers are doing that. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make movies that, um, you know, have a, have a positive impact instead of a negative one. And I'm going to keep on doing that. And look, I'm the first cancel culture victim in Hollywood 10, 12 years ago. My you agent said they couldn't work with me anymore. <laughs> so I just formed Storm you- Studios. I'm going to do it on my own. You are the OG canceled, that's for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you, because we just had some B-roll up there from the Barbie movie. And what's funny to me about that, I think that oftentimes when the left tries to throw woke elements into things, that sometimes it backfires. And what was so funny to me, I just finally got around to watching it last week with my husband. And what was funny to me is that, you know, they, they had these, this, the switched gender role thing where Barbie was the entrepreneurial, powerful woman who's trying to save the Barbie world. And he was this kind of impotent, weak man. But plot twist, she's not into him. She doesn't want to be with him. And I just found, I don't even know if they realized that or if that was maybe subliminally intentional by, by some uh, creative person involved in the film who does respect natural, traditional gender roles. When, did, when do you feel like this all started? Because I know we've had you on in the past and we've spoken about the, the males, male and female gender roles on sitcoms in particular. And I think you are spot on. Can you, can you trend with that? Well, I think I think the 60s changed everything. I think we started celebrating the anti-hero instead of the hero. And I think a lot of that came on yeah. because of the Vietnam War, the whole hippie movement, uh, JFK's assassination, uh, Robert Kennedy's assassination, Martin Luther King, um, the, the rock and roll thing exploded and took off. It, everything just sort of changed. And they started celebrating more evil than they did the good. And it was just it was just kind of strange to me, but it's accelerated over the last 20 years and it just seems to get worse and worse and worse down that road. I mean, you look at Disney, they're looking at about a $1.5 billion loss last year. I don't know how long you can stay in business doing that. I, I heard the uh, parks are going down in popularity. They're still busy, but they're not like they used to be. So I don't know if, why they're going to keep on doing this. I heard they're going to do remakes of It's a Wonderful Life and they want to make it a diverse cast. They want to re- redo, what was the other one they wanted to do? Oh, Wizard of Oz. So leave those movies alone. Come up with your own ideas. Yeah. I mean, be creative. That's the whole idea of it. And you're talking about how difficult to make a movie. If a movie, the script is done, it's usually anywhere from like two to even up to five years before it even gets released. So it's, it's a long yeah. process to get these things done and get them out there. I don't, a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, I don't need them playing funny business with those types of movies like It's a Wonderful Life. Um, I know that that this shifting in culture is one of the huge reasons why you wrote the children's book, Tests of Lionhood. And I think it's incredible. I own it and and hopefully we'll have it someday for my son. Um, Tell us about it. You know, um, I started kind of speaking up for Kirk Cameron. He works with Brave Books a lot and stuff. And uh, I thought it was quite funny that our public libraries weren't allowing Kirk Cameron to go in there to read Little kids, family, you know, family books to seven, eight year olds, but they're OK with with uh, drag queens to read the seven, eight year olds. So I just thought it was just sort of funny. And I said, you know, this country's just falling apart. We're we're destroying the man. We're destroying the uh, the whole thing about uh, emasculation. There's nothing wrong with men growing up to be uh, boys growing up to be strong men, strong uh, father figures, strong uh, members in the community. And that's what this book is all about. It's just a wonderful little story about a lion cub named Lucas. And Lucas goes into the woods with his two little sisters. He knows the dangers in there, but he also knows that the good things of it. Well, his little sister gets cut by a very dangerous flower. He knows she's going to die unless he finds this this other plant that can save her life. Well, he can't get back to his father in time, so he's got to do it on his own. So he's got to find, at, at, at this young age that he has to find the bravery, find the courage to get past these obstacles now in front of him. And it's just a wonderful story. It's pro-child. That's all it is. It's pro-child. Yeah. It's let kids grow up to be kids and let them decide what they want to do with their lives when they're older and a little more mature to make decisions in their lives. I love that so much. Such a great theme. Uh, Tell us about your op-ed. You just recently had one out called Why Can't I Speak Up for Marginalized Young Men? Tell us about it, sir. 
Well, it's just, you know, I don't understand why everything's just one-sided. I mean, you can even look at the climate change issue. You know, I did a, I did a documentary called Climate Hustle 2 that showed scientists have the completely opposite point of view. Why can't we show both of these things and let people decide? Well, all of a sudden, anybody's got a different point of view than the majority of what the press has, the majority of what the Democrats want to force down their throats. Nobody can have that point of view. Nobody can even bring it up. They're going to cancel you. They're going to attack you. They're going to arrest you. I mean, this country, I mean, our forefathers are flipping over in their graves what's going on because this is not what they decided to do. They're tearing down statues. They just, tore, they just took down Thomas Jefferson statues somewhere. Send those statues to me. I would love to line my driveway with these great American heroes. But right now, we live in a world where everybody is just looking for a chance to attack anybody. And you can say anything. doesn't have to be true. But now we're guilty and want to prove our innocence. It used to be the other way around. Yeah. Anything that's traditional or wholesome uh, is completely poo-pooed by the left. Um, you know, people talk about with respect to culture that the pendulum might hopefully will swing back in the other direction. Uh, I don't know if we can survive if we wait until the pendulum hits zero G. Uh, I feel like yeah. we need to stop at mid course and throw it back in the other direction. What do we need to do to deliver the message to studios, to content providers that we don't want this garbage anymore? Right here. Freedom over fear. It's as simple as that. Just stop being afraid. Yeah. Fear is government's favorite weapon. And they, they've used it very, very well through the years. And um, I'm kind of mad at the uh, GOP because they didn't do anything to get rid of mail-in voting. We have to get rid of mail-in voting. You cannot yeah. have an honest election with mail-in voting. It's as simple as that. So to me, uh, you know, we're in trouble if we don't change that right now. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back with you on the other side. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off folks factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy wherever tomorrow takes you be ready with pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy as they are flexible to your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. 
I truly don't know how we triage all of the issues and crises the Biden administration has yet to confront before we head into uh, Election Day. But we have the Hamas-Israel conflict. We have the never-ending Russia-Ukraine war, anti-Semitism running rampant in our nation, the lack of response after Iran killed three of our soldiers, the fentanyl poisoning pandemic, and the southern border crisis. Oh, and did I forget about the impeachment inquiry? A lot going on uh, cash for Joe Biden in his reelection bid. I want to ask you, I think you're the perfect person to touch on this. Is there any way to reconcile all of these issues before voters head to the polls, obviously for the primary? And does your old boss, Donald Trump, have the edge on, I think, all of these issues with voters? I don't think there's a way to reconcile it. I mean, Congress can put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound and help slow the bleeding, literally, um, at the southern border in the wars in Iran and Ukraine, all of Joe Biden's own making and the deaths of our soldiers and the deaths of our children due to Chinese fentanyl and the illegal immigrants that are terrorizing and committing egregious, heinous acts of criminality against law enforcement officers and elderly women. There's nothing you can do in the short run There's only one thing you can do, which is bring back Donald Trump in 2024 on Election Day. And the reason that people can take that as more than a politician's promise is because he did all of this before. They saw it. He sealed the border. He shut down terrorists. He killed them. He took on crime. He went down to Mexico and shut off the cartels and ended the human trafficking. He told the CCP, no more drugs, no more fentanyl, or we're going to terrify you to the moon. And he ended the forever wars. And the world was allowed to diplomatically engage into things like the Middle East peace negotiations. All of that happened under Donald Trump. And all of that is being unwound single-handedly by Joe Biden. And that's why it's just going to take an election to fix. Yeah. And I want to stick on that subject of Iran right now. Um, We didn't see any of this type of conflict under President Trump. Um, But obviously, our audience knows that the leaders of Hamas, Iran's proxies, they are living in absolute luxury in places like Qatar. Um, It benefits them financially for this to be drawn out. I'm not saying that there is anything behind that with respect to what is taking this administration so dang long to decide on how they are going to respond. But it certainly seems like the policy decisions of this administration, whether you're talking about the border with respect to cartels, energy and this instance, exactly. We're making our enemies richer. Right. And look, singling out one certain countries in the Middle East almost doesn't help our advancement of the mission of peace. Right. We should be calling out every bad actor that is allowing terrorism and criminals to be housed within their borders. And there's dozens of them. And right now, our adversaries and former allies are teaming up together to take on the United States of America because they have gotten the green light from Joe Biden, six billion dollars to Iran to sell weapons from the CCP and acquire stuff from Russia and have the banking system in Iran, which Donald Trump suffocated, go out there and buy goods and services from our so-called allies. They are supporting the number one state sponsor of terror. And we have to go at it with every single person and every single entity and every single group. Otherwise, we're doing ourselves a disservice um, by labeling just one or two people as the enemy. We've got lots. And listen, let's make no mistake about it. They are all of Joe Biden's making especially Iran, especially the deaths of now five, five U.S. soldiers. And, you know, when you have a secretary of defense who lies to the world and breaks the chain of command and isn't in his office for four or five weeks, this is what happens. And no one has confidence in anything these two say. And that's just not how it was in the Donald Trump presidency. I mean, that's all you have to ask yourself. Think if one of these instances occurred in the Trump presidency, one, one of the 165 rocket attacks what would the media be saying? Yeah, I mean, the, the utter weakness is appalling. And, you know, the, the cavalier way that they have responded to our three service members being killed, you know, we plan to respond as though as though this is a text message that they're leaving unread and they plan to respond later. Um, it is a much more serious issue than the way that this administration is handling it. But I wanted to ask you a little bit about background because the Secretary of Defense uh, came from the Board of Raytheon. Um, he has delivered, I believe, I believe $2.5 billion in government funding since then, mm-hmm. um, specifically about Lloyd Austin. But also, I mean, this is this is kind of the reason why people uh, call Nikki Haley establishment because of these defense board positions. And they don't want them going into government or going out of government to these positions because they know that there is no way to avoid corruption. 
No, you're absolutely right. And it's essentially lobbying. It's just a different version of it. Look, these yeah. golden parachutes for cabinet secretaries, they get out there and say, you got your 10 million now, go in and serve. And when you come back out, you'll have 10 more million. But also along the way, Lloyd Austin, thanks for the $3 billion in defense contracting you gave us. These are the things that President Trump talks about ending. And the only people that don't want it to end are the swamp monsters in D.C., the Nikki Haley's of the world who sit on Boeing and flood money to those institutions. And look, as the chief of staff, I'm not knocking the work those companies do. I am knocking the suffocating stranglehold they have on Washington, D.C. through the defense industrial complex by just money. And all they want to do is print yeah. it. And now at a time of multiple wars, the defense industrial complex is going to be more powerful than ever. And you have reckless statements coming from people in the House and in the Senate about going to war full on. I don't think many of these people recognize what war actually means. Just ask the families who are going to do a dignified transfer, the return of their loved ones who died because Joe Biden and Secretary Austin couldn't figure out what intelligence to utilize and who to strike and who the enemy was because they were both literally sleeping. These guys still haven't even decided if they're going to the dignified transfer. <laughs> this is the state of affairs we're in. Yeah, it must be nice to have friends in high places like the Secretary of Defense. It becomes quite lucrative. Um, I want to switch gears to what's happening in Nevada. Um, you and I both have been on social media correcting the record for a lot of people who... Uh, uh, correctly know that shenanigans are going on, although not in the way that they think they are. There are two uh, sets, two rounds of voting, I suppose you could call it, the primary and the caucus. And a lot of people are very concerned that President Trump, as, as everybody sees there on the screen, is not listed on the primary ballot. Now, you marked at the bottom none of yep. these candidates. Why is it important to, to actually mark none of these candidates instead of not marking anything at all or just tossing it in the trash anyway? I love this because this speaks to how we change the way forward. And that's my ballot. I'm in Nevada. And the, what the state leadership has done in Nevada is a giant disservice. It's an election rigging con job. There is a no delegates for the GOP are distributed for the Nevada primary two days before the Nevada state caucus where all the delegates are distributed. And like you said, Donald Trump is not on the primary and Nikki Haley is. But on the caucus, February 8th, two days later, Donald Trump is on it and he's going to win resoundingly because of the reasons he won in Iowa, New Hampshire and elsewhere. But here's the problem. The fake news and the Nikki Haley's of the world are going to come and swoop in and say two days beforehand, look at our political victory. We won in Nevada because most people don't understand the difference. So to my fellow silver staters, take your mail in ballots on this election rigging con job and put none of the above. None of the above, none of the above on February 6th and mail that in. And on February 8th, come out and caucus. Come out and caucus at your local precincts and caucus so the delegates can be awarded to the candidate of your choosing. And of course, I'm backing Donald Trump, but we are a caucus state and we have been so for 40 years. It's not like this just happened overnight. Nevada state leadership has completely failed us on this one, but we've got great warriors out there um, at the uh, at the Republican level in the local counties doing the work for the caucuses. So I hope to see my fellow Nevada November 8th caucus time. Let's win Nevada for President Trump. I love it. And I, I'm, I'm personally a little partial to the caucus process instead of the primary. I think for a lot of states who caucus, it's much more transparent. And I just I think that it uh, reflects the will of our founding fathers definitely more closely. Uh, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about uh, Hunter Biden. So we've got him showing up supposedly for a deposition on the 28th. You've got Joe Biden's brother, James, showing up on the 21st. You've also got Chairman Comer, Jordan and Smith, who are requesting that the White House release documents from NARA, give NARA position, uh, uh, permission to produce documents that reflect the speech that Joe Biden was supposed to give on, I think it was December 9th of 2015. This was the speech that he gave about cronyism and corruption and kleptocracy. Perfect guy to give a speech on that. But the, the issue here is whether or not foreign policy was changed with respect to Ukraine Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin. What do you expect them to find in these documents? Look, we've said this from the time of Russiagate on, follow the money. And if Congress just does that, we'll have the answers to your questions. What we won't get from the White House and from these other agencies and departments is any cooperation. They will perform their typical government gymnastics and provide a slew of redacted documents and will provide mm -hmm. a slew of reasons why Hunter Biden can't provide the answer to that question, Congressman, because he's going to plead the fifth. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our sponsors and then we'll be back with you on the other side. 
Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to continue our straight talk conversation from Capitol Hill with a guest who we are blessed to have on somewhat frequently. Congressman Norman has been telling it like it is up on Capitol Hill for quite a while, even if it rubs somebody the wrong way. At least we get something that the American people absolutely beg for, which is transparency. Novel idea on Capitol Hill. Joining me now is South Carolina Congressman Ralph Norman, one of the most important voices on the House Rules Committee. Congressman, it's a joy to have you with me here today. Thank you for being here. Well, my honor to be with you, Amanda. Thank you. Sir, the honor is all mine. And I want to start with news from last night that uh, articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas processed out of committee going to be heading to the full floor. Uh, Unfortunately, I think that's where the road ends, because even if you're able to get a few swing state senators on uh, the left side of the aisle in the Senate, I, you know, that's where it goes. Uh, But what are your hopes for what's going to be revealed in the process of getting this to the full floor vote and, and that vote happening? Well, the first thing, Amanda, the, the fact that uh, Mayorkas has continually lied to the uh, to, to the committees uh, as HHS director, he, um, you know, to, to maintain that the border is secure is just false. And he's continued to do that. He really hadn't complied with coming in when they asked him to. Uh, we had to do this. And you're right, it'll probably not go anywhere in the Senate. But there's got to be consequences. And he's taking his orders from a Biden administration that is inviting this country to basically have another attack on our shores. This is a national security issue. And the fact that he's following Biden's orders doesn't negate the fact that we've got to deal with it. And who knows, whoever he puts up, puts in in his place, if he does, uh, in a timely manner will be probably as bad. But we had to take these steps and, and let the American people see who votes for it, the impeachment or who votes against him, both in the House and the Senate. That's right. Get it on record. Uh, sir, I wanted to ask you about the gravity of this situation, because he would be the only second cabinet member impeached in history. Uh, the first one was 1876. So it took 100 years past the Declaration of Independence for a cabinet member to be so bad at their job that they got impeached. That's got to speak to um, how bad he is at his job, I guess, to put it as as nicely as I can. Well, you know, in the history of the country, we've never had an open border like this, and particularly uh, when you see the risks that we're taking. 
the the fact that the money alone that we're spending and Amanda, I did the math on uh, on the uh, airline tickets alone. If you if you figured three hundred dollars for eight million illegals, it'd be over two point four billion dollars just on the air, airplane tickets. And our government is paying for them as long as well as getting giving them a phone, registering them to vote, giving them a photo ID, driver's licenses, and this is all in the name of power. So this is a national security threat. I'm glad Texas is doing what they're doing, and uh, more states are going to have to do that. And when each town comes to us for funding, the sanctuary cities, we've got to have the stamina to say no. It's this, it's not not right to do that. And plus, we don't have the money to do it. I, th- I think you're right. And I want to get back to Texas in a moment. But first, I want to ask you, speaking of price tags, uh, the Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act, it's, it, it's a bipartisan bill. I think the House is set to vote uh, on it later on tonight. What do you think about this bill? It's a bad bill. Uh, and the reason I say that, the provision in the bill that gives basically any child born in, in the U.S. that the parents do not, whether they have a Social Security number or not, uh, they're immediately citizens. They immediately qualify for all the benefits, and it's just another roadblock when the next administration, whoever is elected on the Republican ticket, will will have mass deportation, and this will just give another roadblock to stop uh, those from th- that are here illegally in the first place. They shouldn't be here. That provision alone. And the other thing, Amanda, it shouldn't. It, this should have gone through the Rules Committee instead of mm-hmm. uh, going on suspension. And let's have debate on it in the Rules Committee. Let's have amendments that take place. This is the reason we fought so hard uh, to get McCarthy to agree to that. And I, I really I hate the fact that Mike Johnson feels like the only way he can get it passed is to go through the suspension route, which requires two-thirds vote. But um, it's not the right it's not the right bill, and uh, I hope we can turn it. We can beat it. I'm not going to support it. Yeah, and I want to ask you about the the rule suspension in just a moment because I think that's an important aspect of this. But the child tax credit. So not only is it going to be eligible to to children who are illegal immigrants, uh, but it also is increased from two thousand dollars per child to I think thirty two hundred dollars per child. This is billed as a seventy eight billion dollar bill. But the Tax Foundation estimated that because of that child tax credit aspect alone, it could balloon to $1.5 trillion. That's, that could be the true price tag for the American people. Yeah, and it's much more than that, much more than the $1.5 trillion. Count the interest on that, because this is, again, this is borrowed money. The other thing to note, this is like a cash payment. The child doesn't spend the money the parents do that are here illegally. Uh, and so we, it, this is a no-brainer. Uh, they, I, I get the Democrats like it because they're the ones that have caused this travesty to take place uh, on our borders now. So it doesn't surprise me, but I hope it gets voted down. The Democrats will probably push it over the, the uh, in, in the positive way to pass it, which I just disagree with. But it is what it is. We'll live to fight another day. <laughs> Indeed. And you are one of those who I am always confident is just going to keep barreling through no matter what. Uh, I want to bounce back to the suspension of rules because obviously it creates a problem. You need two thirds majority of the vote and you're not, I doubt, going to get enough Democrats to vote for that. Why is that the process for this? To pass it. And we proposed to Mike Johnson, we've had a lot of meetings, and to his credit, he's given us meetings where McCarthy really wouldn't. We've had other meetings uh, with him to, you know, take this child tax credit out based on the fact that it's not free money and it's way more, it's, it's not offset. They didn't even attempt to offset it with some of the woke policies, the Green New Deals, the building border walls in other countries. And uh, it's, it makes no sense at all. But to not fight against this is very, I, I don't understand it with Mike, but he, uh, to his credit, he gave us an ear and we've been meeting with him, but it's not going to happen. And the, uh, the fact that Democrats are voting for it means that they like it, which is not good for the country because of, of the money that they're spending. And it, has it got some good provisions like depreciation, uh, rapid write-off? Yes. But overall, it's bad, and nothing that really comes from from the Senate is going to be a conservative bill because they're controlled by Democrats. Yeah, there's there's a famous quote by P.J. O'Rourke who said, 
Uh, bipartisan is when my doctor and my lawyer agree with my wife that I need help. And anytime I see bipartisan <laughs> and I see Democrats willing to cross over the aisle and vote for something, I've, I've already got an alarm raised. I wanted to ask yeah, you, Sarah, about uh, the culture up on Capitol Hill, because uh, obviously Republicans expelled George Santos for some pretty egregious allegations, but they were just allegations against him. Uh, and then you have someone like Congresswoman Ilhan Omar giving speeches in uh, native Somali tongue to a group of Somalis, uh, basically expressing the fact that, that that nation, not the United States, is is her priority. And, you know, I think that there is a pretty stark dividing line up on Capitol Hill between America first and America last, Republicans and Democrats. Um, and I see I see, you know, the translation of her words. And I just think to myself, doesn't she merit maybe a look into expulsion? She really does. I mean, you take an oath when you are elected to Congress, should take an oath that you believe in to defend and protect America's interests, not Somalia or not any other country. And it shows where her allegiance is. And, you know, everybody ought to take note of this and be very disturbed about it. Uh, and, you know, you've got the things with Cory Bush now with ethics and, you know, let the facts find, you know, take us to the truth. And so... Uh, yeah, Omar should be investigated. You should look at it and be taken seriously because this country is in trouble and we've got to have people willing who are pro-American, not pro-other countries. And um, we'll see how it works out with them. Sir, speaking of uh, this, what's happening with America, the fact that we are in trouble um, with respect to the November election and the Republican majority on Capitol Hill, um, you know, it's not going to be long before it's we're coming up at the end of this class of or this cycle of Republicans. How important is it that Republicans retain that majority? Because I know even folks like, you know, folks like you, you've got things that you want to accomplish that extend beyond November. Extend beyond uh, November and the issues we're facing, we've got to have a Republican majority because look what has happened. They say we didn't do anything, but look at the investigations that were never even attempted by Nancy Pelosi and the, and the Democrats. So we've got to maintain it and we've got to put America first. And if even if we have a Republican presidency, which I think we will, if the House is not sending the, uh, not putting forth good legislation, then we're back to zero. But we've got a lot of ground to make up and we got to protect it. And we've got to financially, we've got to protect this, get us on a balanced budget. Militarily, we've got to protect America and put the money where it should be. And the Democrats, we're on two different planes. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our sponsors and then we'll be back with you on the other side. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welcome back for the last time this evening. All right, it's always so hard to believe how much we can work in within such a small amount of time. But our last conversation is just as important as our first. Secretary Mayorkas' impeachment may be coming around the bend, but one thing we do know is that the UN, uh, the U.S. House passed H.R. 2 almost one full year ago, but it's been sitting on the Senate chamber's floor. And while this has prompted Republican senators to get involved in negotiating a border deal, some political policy arrangements are sparking major backlash from constituents, and that includes Senator James Langford of Oklahoma and his voters. And my next guest, has his finger on the pulse of what is actually taking place within the great state of Oklahoma. He is Nathan Dom, and he serves as the conservative senator for District 33 in the Sooner State. He also serves as the chairman of the Oklahoma GOP. Mr. Chairman, there were reports about the state party censuring uh, Senator Langford over this border deal, but now there are reports saying that it wasn't a legitimate action. Can you please shed, shed, shed some light on this and set the record straight? Absolutely. Glad, glad to do so. Uh, there was a meeting that was held, uh, but it was illegitimate because uh, they didn't follow the OKGOP party rules in the proper procedure for calling for a meeting. Uh, they didn't invite over 100 elected officials, uh, including the governor, the entire House and Senate. And so they didn't give the opportunity for all people to be involved in that. Um, now, I will say that there are people that are upset and disgruntled uh, with Senator Langford even being involved in this, working on this. Uh, that's been evidenced. Uh, but the meeting itself, the censorship itself, uh, was not properly done. And so as Republicans, uh, we're supposed to follow the rules. We believe in the rule of law, uh, whether that's party rules or the Constitution. So there are people that, yes, absolutely are very upset about uh, the negotiations that are taking place. We still haven't seen the final outcome of what this deal might be. Uh, but people are very upset about it because we are being invaded uh, by the policies of this Biden regime. So that's kind of where we're standing right now in Oklahoma. Uh, people are upset, but I'm just as chairman saying, I get that. I, I hear your frustrations, but we still have to follow the rules. We can't devolve into the party of the left where the ends justify the means. Um, I wanted to ask you because I, I'm, I'm not saying this specifically about Senator James Lankford, but something I've noticed, the dynamics of, of politics in America, sometimes it's the most it's the reddest states that have some of the most squishy Republicans. And I think that it's because you have such a, a, a huge pool to vote from, but you, you have these people who have been a part of Oklahoma's Republican establishment for a long time. You see the same thing in states like Arkansas and sometimes in Alabama. And um, do you think that that's a part of the dynamic as far as the disgruntledness of these voters against Senator Langford? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've, we've seen that where we have uh, strong Republican states, uh, where we have uh, elected Republicans in the House and the Senate uh, that are less conservative than their constituency. Uh, we've seen that uh, throughout the country, as you mentioned, and, and even in Oklahoma. Uh, a lot of elections come down to name ID or just the fact that you have an R next to your name. And so there are those contingent factions that would say, well, the R next to your name should mean something. It should mean that you agree with the party platform, that you uphold the Constitution, um, not just that you're an, necessarily a nice guy. And so we are seeing that play out across the country. Uh, but ultimately, it is the role of the voters uh, to determine who the candidate is. For instance, in our OK GOP rules, uh, we can't get involved in the primaries. Uh, so that's not the role of the party. That's the role of the grassroots, of the activists, of other organizations uh, to get in there and make sure that we get the most conservative candidate through the primary so that they can actually be the nominee in November. We're starting to see that more and more. I think people are starting to kind of awaken to that, that it's not just enough to vote in the November for whoever has the R next to their name. If you really want to make a difference in moving things in the conservative direction, you need to get involved in the primaries. So we are seeing that. Uh, but again, I'm trying to make sure that as the party chairman, uh, that we focus on, on following those rules. If people want to change that, we can change the rules. But until we change it, we got to follow the rules. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, get involved locally and, and things will change much quicker. Um, I want to ask about what's happening there where you are. You are in, I think it's Nevada, where the RNC's winter meeting is taking place. I know that election integrity is something that I, I would imagine that's probably the most talked about conversation there because it is the of, of the most concern to Republican voters. Do you see improvements happening? Do you how much faith do you have that the RNC is really, you know, grinding the gears to, to make sure that election integrity is even a little bit better this time around? Absolutely. It is something that the RNC is focusing on. Uh, we have 
our legal counsel who has been uh, leading the election integrity committee, and he's doing a phenomenal job. It's something that we have heard from our constituents on, from our grassroots on. Uh, I've heard from other people that, you know, they're disgruntled. Uh, they think their vote doesn't matter because the other side is going to cheat. And what I've told them is when you're playing, a, a, you know, if you want to use a sports analogy, if you're playing another team that constantly cheats, that has paid off the refs, you just have to be so much better than you can that you can supersede any way that they try and cheat. So uh, we have realized that at the RNC, they have acknowledged that uh, that we need to be focusing on election integrity, uh, and so that's part of the reason that they're doing the bank your vote uh, plan across the country to make sure people get out and vote early, so we can beat the Democrats at their own game while still following the rules, uh, trying to expose how they're cheating. But also, if we have big enough turnout, uh, if we run up the score high enough, we can overcome their ability to cheat. Mr. Chairman, just quickly before we go, we got about 30 seconds. If you had to grade Oklahoma's elections as far as integrity, integrity, what grade would you give it? Uh, we have some of the best in the country. I would say we're at an A, uh, but in my role as state senator, I've worked to improve it. For instance, I'm trying to make it to where all of our ballots have to have a special watermark on them just to add that extra layer of security. So we're always working on improving them. But Oklahoma's elections are very, very secure and very well done. What a jam-packed show. I am so glad that you all joined me today. And I want to thank you all for allowing me to fill in for the great John Solomon. Those are uh, mighty big shoes to fill. So don't forget, he's going to be back tomorrow and we will start a new week of blockbuster breaking news and stellar guests. God bless you all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the weekend. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started. And it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash just news. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.